Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod. Chris Baker's here with me, and we are back for another Monday morning episode. Chris, start us off in the normal Monday morning fashion by giving us the weather headed into the week. In Los Angeles, California, it is partly cloudy with a high of 75 degrees. In Houston, Texas, today there are scattered thunderstorms with a high of 84 degrees. And in Chicago, Illinois, it is partly cloudy, 56. And in New York City, there are scattered showers with a high of 76 degrees. Well, alrighty then. You know, Chris, I was started my summer vacation from college. You know, we both started around the same time, a couple weeks ago now. Mine's already over. I don't know about you, but mine's already over because, well, I've got summer classes. Enjoy them. Oh, it's going to be a blast. But, you know, it's still going to be fun. The classes are going to be... All right, well. (laughs) You know, (laughs) let me have my optimism, okay? Um, Just like it's fun at work every day. You know, it's not going to be bad. The classes themselves are actually pretty interesting. I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, well, I shouldn't say interesting, but kind of things that I find to be rather interesting the fundamentals of nutrition that's one of the ones i'm taking that actually will be kind of cool the other one is just like microsoft excel like a class for things like microsoft excel and powerpoint things like that so i don't know how exciting that one will be we'll see but it has to do with technology so that's fun but you know it'll be fine because i'll still have plenty of time to work on here the show and to talk to you guys with all the news a lot of time to get outside. It'll all work out. It'll be dandy. Yeah, I'm going to put you right to work. That's what we're basically saying. It's going to be a fun time. Let's just let's just keep it at that. So, yeah, at the end of the day, I'm just going to put you to work. Like, I'll just give you so much work, you just won't know what to do with yourself. Look, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, I'm, in, I'm going to enjoy this summer for sure, uh, even with the classes. I don't know. I'm feeling optimistic today. Well, that's good. Well, let's jump right into the news here. And to start off, let's get into a bit of a COVID-19 update. It's been a while since we've given one of these updates, so let's jump right in. The seven-day average of new cases across the country right now is currently sitting at about 94,000 per day. That is an increase of 26% over last week's numbers. The number of new hospitalizations per day is sitting at about 3,000 right now, and daily deaths are at about 275 per day. And these are two numbers that are pretty low in comparison to the number of cases we are seeing right now. According to the CDC, about 32% of the U.S. population is living in a community with medium or high transmission rates. And in terms of vaccination, over 200 million Americans are currently vaccinated, with more than 100 million of those being boosted. You can now order eight more COVID-19 rapid tests for free from the federal government. The White House made the announcement last week saying that brings the total number of tests available per household to 16. So far, 350 million tests have been delivered to homes across the country. But this actually may be the last round of free tests because funding for COVID-19 response programs like free testing, free vaccine, and free therapeutics is running out. And we have been reporting on that since the end of March. And since then, Congress has still not authorized any more money. The bill for COVID funding has completely stalled. So if you want free tests, make sure you go visit covidtest.gov. Yes, and people are reportedly doing just that. As it was said on Wednesday by Dr. Zha, the White House COVID-19 coordinator, that just after two days of the third round of tests being open, 8.5 million households had submitted orders for those eight tests. 
On the congressional funding, Dr. Jha expressed that he, as well as the rest of the COVID-19 response team, are doing all they can to secure that money, which has included meeting with many members of Congress from both sides of the aisle. They are continuing to lay out all of the different scenarios that they could run into moving forward to figure out the best strategy to get that funding, or how to continue without it if it should come to that. Finally, the FDA is still working on sifting through the data regarding vaccines for those under the age of 6 years old. Moderna has reportedly submitted all of the necessary data, and it is now up to the FDA to make a decision based on that data. At this time, there is still no timeline for when that decision will be made. Unidentified aerial phenomenons, aka UFOs, and for the first time in 50 years, the U.S. government and the Pentagon openly talked about it in a public hearing in front of a House committee. APs are unexplained, it's true, but they are real. They need to be investigated and many threats they pose need to be mitigated. That was Representative Carson, a Democrat from Indiana, and since the early 2000s, there have been hundreds of credible sightings of these UFOs. We have seen an increasing number of unauthorized and or unidentified aircraft or objects in military-controlled training areas and other designated airspace. Reports of sightings are frequent, and continue. That was Scott Bray of the Navy Intelligence. The Navy Intelligence deputy released a video from a military pilot in 2021. The Pentagon also confirmed a video from 2019 taken through a night vision lens off the west coast of a triangular object traveling through the sky. They also released a video of a still image of a triangular shaped object from years later on a completely different coast. A U.S. official has no explanation for any of this stuff, and now intelligence officials are confirming it could have been a UFO, and there's at least 11 near misses. The Navy intelligence director also confirmed they have been keeping this information from us for years. We had to sometimes be less forthcoming with information in open forums than many would hope. Just because they are publicly talking about this now, it doesn't mean that it will be taken more seriously when they do encounter these UAPs, but it also doesn't mean that the Pentagon will open the gates and tell us everything now. We do not want potential adversaries to know exactly what we're able to see or understand, or how we come to the conclusions we make. Therefore, public dis disclosures must be carefully considered on a case-by-case -case basis. Congress has passed a pair of bills to help with the baby formula shortage that you should know about. Bill number one would provide $28 million in emergency funds to the FDA to address the nationwide baby formula shortage. This bill passed the House by a final vote of 231 to 192. The Senate has not passed this bill yet, and its fate is still uncertain. Moving into bill number two, the House also adopted legislation to loosen the restrictions around which formulas can be purchased under the WIC program. That bill sailed through the House with a final vote of 414 to 9. The Senate also passed this bill by unanimous consent. That means that bill number two is a done deal and the president will sign it once he re-enters the United States. 
The House also passed a bill aimed at tackling the rise in domestic violent extremism in this country. The bill, called the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act, would create special units or offices focused on domestic terrorism and white supremacy within Homeland Security, the Department of Justice, and the FBI. It also requires the FBI, DOJ, and DHS to submit a joint report twice a year detailing the status of those types of threats. The final vote on the bill was 222 to 203, with Representative Adam Kinzinger, a Republican from Illinois, being the only Republican to vote yes for the bill. Its fate in the Senate is very uncertain, and at this point, it seems that its passage is very unlikely because it does need 10 Republican votes to pass. The Dow closed down again after another volatile week. The Nasdaq and S&P 500 also took hits as investors are continuing to be skittish with fears over the state of inflation. For a time, a couple days ago, the S&P 500 reached a bear market state but then recovered by the end of the day. A bear market is when stocks dip 20% from a previous high. Sometimes, but not every time, a bear market coincides with a recession. Experts believe next week will be just as volatile. Now getting into rapid news, there is a voluntary recall on several Jif peanut butter products after a salmonella outbreak spread across 12 different states. Some product involved in this recall are creamy, crunchy, and natural peanut butters, as well as others. Now getting into good news for this morning, and my story for today is just, you know, a classic, you help me, I give my thanks, you know, type of community story, right? You know, nothing too over the top, but still very touching nonetheless. So the story takes place in England, and Emma was at the river over the weekend on a Saturday when her wedding ring flew off into the water. Now, this was a 100-year-old wedding ring that had originally belonged to her grandmother, who died back in 2000 at the age of 100. Well, obviously, Emma was very devastated by the fact that her ring disappeared into the river, but, you know, it wasn't game over, it wasn't the end of that ring's life cycle, as she had a friend who told her about the local scuba diving club who she contacted the next day so this was sunday and by monday evening they managed to get the ring out of the water and back into emma's possession so this scuba diving club basically got her message on sunday or was contacted by emma on sunday and then by monday evening they were able to find the ring and get it back to her which is, to me, that's insane, and Emma thought it was absolutely wonderful as well, how quickly they responded, how quickly they were able to find it, and she just had to give her thanks. She took them all out for drinks that night, and they had a great time. Just a nice little way to say thank you for finding that ring, but it's just kind of cool because that ring could have been lost forever. So easily could have been lost forever, but the fact that the scuba diving club uh, took her plea and, you know, took her... Uh, asking for this and just like did her a favor and we're like yeah no we'll find the ring and managed to find it within a day basically just the next day after she had asked them went in to the river and found the ring just honestly awesome just a nice little community story honestly because it was a local diving club a local scuba diving club they all went out for drinks afterwards as a thank so you know just 
a nice community story. I love these kinds of stories. I know it's nothing fancy. It's nothing over the top, like I said before, but it, it's heartwarming. It's just heartwarming to see the uh, the helpfulness and the kindness and just kind of the community feeling, you know, and we need that sometimes. We all need that sometimes with some of the things going on in the world right now. Uh, we just need to feel like we're in a wholesome area or to feel like those areas definitely still exist and those moments still exist. But that is it for this Monday morning episode. We will be back on Wednesday with another idiot in the news. But until then, make sure you follow us on Twitter, link in the show notes, or otherwise BBP News Official is our name on there. Make sure to follow us there for the latest news and breaking news headlines. And make sure to read our midterm articles. Link to that is in the show notes as well. But until Wednesday, you guys, we'll see you later.